0: Ladies, if you are tired of the traditional group coaching model that was right for a season, but it isn't right for now, if you are ready to have elevated conversations, ready for masterminding in the truest sense of the word, where you combine your collective wisdom and your collective intelligence and what God is speaking to your heart, if you are ready for an experience that takes your soul into account, into your life and relationships and the totality of you into account, then I want you to connect with me because God has given me the vision for a mastermind experience that is like no other, that is really going to take you to the next level in your business, in your relationships, in your life, where you can connect with some extraordinary women just like you who are ready to go all in on the vision that God has given them. An awakening is happening, and I know you're feeling it in your soul. A renaissance is happening, and it's time for you to emerge. I want you to message me. I want you to go to my website and reach out, because I really, really want to connect with you more, have a conversation, and really talk to you about this mastermind experience that is by invitation only And it'll be a select group of extraordinary women who wanna go all in on what God is calling them to do. Don't wait, don't delay because these invitations won't be available for long and I want you to be at that table with us. Welcome to the Elevated Podcast. I'm Amy Van Slambrick, former corporate executive turned therapist and coach to high profile women and couple entrepreneurs. And we are going to have the conversations you've always wanted to have with the people you have always wanted to know. We are going to bring your life, your faith, your business, and most of all, your relationships to an elevated level through conversations you've never heard before. Tune in and stay with us because it's about to get really, really elevated. Welcome. I'm Amy Vance Lambrook. I'm a CEO, strategist, therapist, and coach, and I am on a mission. To give hope and inspiration as well as the tools and resources to those of you out there who are high impact, mission-driven CEOs who are out there to change the world. And yet you're also trying to change and have the best family and the best legacy that you can. And so I have gathered together some of the most exceptional couples that I know of who are actually incorporating the three elements we're focusing on, faith, love, and prosperity to create an extraordinary legacy. I have an extraordinary human being here with me today. Her name is Heather Alice Shea, and she is a former psychotherapist and now a coach extraordinary. but she isn't just any coach. She is an intuitive coach, and she now teaches thousands of other coaches to be, how to be intuitive coaches, and how to have a prosperous business in addition to making lives a whole lot better than they were before they encountered Atmana. And so would you please welcome Heather Alice Shea. Heather, thank you for joining us. I am so excited to have you here. And would you mind just sharing with the audience a bit about what you do in your amazing, I want to call it a movement really, because that's what Atmana is.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Amy. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here with you and all of uh, your listeners and viewers, we we can feel you through the interwebs and across time um, as you are joining us here in this space. Uh, so, um, like you said, Amy, I am the CEO and founder of Atmana Academy, and I like to refer to myself as a recovering psychotherapist. So, in my heart, I do I do um, you know really identify as a, a healer, as a person who holds deep space for other people to um, both fall in love with. With who they are now, and also who they could they can become, and really in my career, I discovered that coaching was the best way for me to be able to do that. So I opened up my practice in 2014. Um, did you know personal coaching on the side uh, in addition to you know getting my master's degree and uh, mental health counseling? Loving the counseling, but also just realizing it's a movement in the coaching world and applying our intuition as coaches and really therapists. It's so funny when I was in graduate school and all my mental health counseling friends, they'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, I'm doing this thing with intuition. And they're like, yeah, duh. Like none of them were shocked to hear me say that I use my intuition. And so, uh, because, you know, they sit in that chair every day talking to people. And so I discovered that my mission in life, my mission was to take this secret weapon and also tool that we have to see and feel and know beyond maybe what our rational mind uh, tells us is possible or true, um, that we really do have this inner technology. And so uh, my passion is helping life coaches um, and really anybody who wants to step into this space as an intuitive, how to hone and own that ability to improve their life
0: and the lives of their clients. Mm. That is so incredible Heather as, and as a fellow intuitive, um, Mm -hmm. I just so appreciate, um, the sacred space that you hold for what you do, because it's one thing to have that kind of giftedness. It's another thing to hone it as a skill and yet another to use it to help transform other souls, because that is a whole other sacred space. And I know as part of that, you have incorporated a lot of the first element that we're we're covering, which is really about faith. And I know you and your husband have as well. So could you just share with us how faith has played a role in the prosperity that you're creating together?
1: Oh my goodness. I mean, God, how long do we have? To me, I think that faith is the cornerstone of it all, really. Whether we conceptualize faith as faith in a higher power, whether it's faith in yourself, whether it's faith in your purpose, Mm. or whether it's faith in what you can create as a couple, you know, relationships are not easy, especially when you have big goals and dreams. And when you're a doer, right, when you're a person who is a visionary, but also willing to go, I always say, take the hits and run the hard yards. You know, that's quite something, isn't it? And so To find a partner in life that you can grab by the hand and say, run with me. Let's do this together. I think that takes a tremendous amount of faith in your partner and in yourself, in your destiny, in the path you're walking. And in my case, 110% a higher power, however we conceptualize it, God, universe. I always say Buddha, Shiva, Shakti, Christ. I don't think God cares what you call him or him or her, as long as you do (laughs) just say, Hey, (laughs) Um, I I really do think that is the thing that is the game changer. Mm -hmm. Um, So we all, we all have faith in something. We all serve, you know, only narcissists. I always say this all the time, kind of half kidding, but not kidding the only people who don't serve something in life are narcissists and psychopaths. Like, so whether you believe it or not, you know, my, I have a family member who's an atheist and he's like, yeah, oh, faith. And I'm like, you don't know it, but you actually do serve something higher than yourself. In his case, it's his family. He's a family man, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I think finding a cause and a purpose is something beyond yourself that you can give your life to and serve. Um, and then doing that with your partner is really the secret sauce that makes it all possible.
0: Oh, that's incredible, Heather. And I, I know that God played a role in just the evolution of your story together. So could you share <laughs> a little bit about how the two of you came into being one and now are a force to be reckoned with
1: Oh my gosh, this is a cra- I'm going to make this so short because it's a long story. So, um, when I first got out of college, when I was this seems like a different lifetime. Um, I was 21. Brandon was 23. We he we worked at sister companies. I'll never forget this. The moment I, in my mind, it is as clear as it was the day I laid eyes on him. The literal moment I laid eyes on him. I can remember in my mind, I was sitting at the bar at TJI Fridays and he walked in and I was with my friends, Jamie and and, uh, her name was Shay. At that time, my last name was Booth. Now my last name is Shay, but my friends, Jamie and Shay, and he walked in and I took one look at him and the first words out of my mouth were, who is that? and we talked in the bar that night and then we left, you know, no big deal. And then the next day I had an email in my inbox of him saying, let's go on a date. We dated, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to tell you, I ended the relationship because I had a lot of issues from my childhood. It just, you know, he was too good, right? Too nice. Like I just wasn't, I couldn't handle it. Right. I was too bull in a China shop, aggressive, kind of overly masculine energy. And he was this like sweet kind totally normal and healthy human and I didn't really feel worthy of him or ready for him so we I ended the relationship and then um, <laughs> got married had my daughter you know and that was a whole thing but he was always the one that got away he was always the one that got away I, I remembered him he kind of lived in my heart and my first as my first marriage fell apart and that ended um, we just randomly ended up connecting back on Facebook mm-hmm. um, God, had lunch or something. And then that was all she wrote. So fast forward to today. He was the one I will say in terms of prosperity and what we have created together as a couple, he was the person who encouraged me to go to graduate school. He was the person who was my champion in this business, every step of the way. He just my unfailing I would almost want to say maybe the backbone or the foundation in wow. the moments that I wavered, he was always the one that was like, you have got to be kidding me. You have got this keep going. Yeah. And so, you know, today we're a seven figure company and um, we were chatting before, you know, we hit record on this, that we have a pretty steep number in terms of getting him, um, you know, to leave his corporate job. He's a very, Accomplished businessman in his own right, you know it's a pretty high high number to get him uh, in at mono full time, but but he is certainly here and you know on all of our team meetings and building it with me, um, and I have to say that that is it is a blessing of of a magnitude that I have a hard time putting into words because of how powerful it is as we do it together. Wow,
0: wow, um, that is incredible, and I thought if anything. You had to have faith, you know, that whether it whoever it was not knowing what each other that you would find that person that felt like home to you, you know, and then continuing to incorporate that as you walk through this journey together and encouraging each other in that, because <clears throat> I think so many couples feel imbalanced. You know, in that area, one may be totally into personal development and being an entrepreneur, and the other can't understand that world. And to try to bridge that gap and really come together um, takes a lot of intentional effort um, to really, really develop that kind of emotional and spiritual intimacy.
1: I absolutely. And just, you know, in a, to be totally transparent, I mean, we certainly did not start out this way. I've been in business for eight years. So he always had my back as his wife, but he had nothing to do with the business at all when I first started. It was, it, I would say, maybe within the last two years um, of me, of him encouraging me, he was my cheerleader and my supporter. But I would say maybe year six is when he started to see, oh my goodness, there's a place for me in this too it's not just Heather's business. It's not just Heather's thing. So I think I had to, you know, to speak back to faith, um, you know, the love that he has for me enabled me to get her on a personal level, but I did have to hold that myself. And so I, I would say that it is, it does take a lot of, um, you know, being true to your own vision Mm -hmm. and believing in it in yourself. And then you're right. The imbalance has been really hard for me as a, as a CEO, and an owner of the business, but then we're also, I'm also your wife. Yeah. So like, am I going to be your boss? I'm, I'm your boss from like, it's just odd, right? Yeah. It's so <laughs> odd. So you really, you really have to, I, mean, I think the way my husband and I deal with it is through humor. Yeah. I, we we really have hit a rhythm for ourselves. Like, I'm like, Hey man, that's on your to-do list. <laughs> he <brings laughs> back to me by you, and he's like, I'm not cooking dinner tonight. How about that? You know, I love so it. We, we, we kind of jab at each other that way. And it really, really mm-hmm. works for us. But it, it, you do have to find your, um, mm-hmm. how, how the two of you communicate. And then, you know, with those roles reversed, you know, I'm the CEO, I'm the kind of the driver, right? I'm the one bringing home the bacon at this point, you know, in the business. So how do I handle that as a woman? How mm-hmm. does he handle that as a man? It's, there's not a lot of um, templates out there, I would say of, of people that are, that are doing it. Um, you know, that it just, it's something new, right. So you really kind of do have to forge your own path.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it is an opportunity or it can feel like a limitation, but I think it's an opportunity to really walk out the love you have for each other you know, as you make space and as you communicate and as you share, hey, you know, this does or doesn't work for me. And, you know, we need to make another arrangement or we need to adjust things. Or is that what you meant? I think it's it really is an opportunity to develop such intimacy, You know, rather than eclipsing each other and feeling like it's a competition or we've got to be twins, you know, we've got to be arm linked arm in arm with all that we're doing. Um, I think it it just when I've seen it done well, um, there's so much emotional intimacy Mm -hmm. and, and love that happens between the other person that really is about seeking the best for the other person. And I can tell just the way your face lights up, you know, that that that's something you two have created really, really well together.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, as you were just speaking, I think some of it is, um, you know, how does he lead me? Mm -hmm. And how do I lead him? And when he's leading, am I, am I following well, you know, do I, do I, um, admire and respect his leadership Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and, and make no mistake. He does lead me. And it is the most amazing feeling in the whole world to follow behind him. I love that feeling. Mm -hmm. And I, I think so many women do. And then when I'm leading, does he follow me? Well, does he have my back? Does he allow me to shine and be brilliant in the way that I was born to lead and be brilliant? And the answer is yes. And I think he finds that comforting too. You know, so um, it's it's really all about how do I need to lead and how does he need to lead and how can I, um, how can we walk in those roles mm-hmm. in a way that allows the each of us to grow that allows each of us to grow, wow. and also really listen. You know, if I had my way, my husband would be out of. He doesn't want to do that yet. It's mm-hmm. he's not ready, and I had to take. I had to check myself and say, Heather, there is a say so here, and it's not all yours. And I'm a very direct, go getter, <laughs> ambitious. You know, and so um, I've had no, nope. We're this. i There's a middle that we we meet in, and and sometimes mm-hmm. that looks like. Um, you know stepping back and and leaving space in there for him to be ready when he's ready or to take the lead on things and mm-hmm. let him do that you know so it 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 really is i think a process of just being radically honest with yourself mm-hmm. and putting your relationship first yeah. like i am his wife before i'm the ceo of this company mm-hmm. but that takes a lot of faith in him that he would never ask me to sacrifice atmana for our marriage. He'd be the light I would sacrifice before he would let me, right. It's so much faith, so much trust and that love that we, we have for one
0: another. So. That's incredible. That's incredible, Heather. And I, you know, I know that you and I share, um, the fact that, that prosperity is a natural, um, outpouring of those two elements together, you know, that, that it isn't about the Bentley um that isn't what prosperity is and the legacy isn't about you know creating trust funds that outlast us um but it's so much deeper so could you share just your your focus on the legacy that you're creating together heather has an amazing nonprofit that's a part of her company is that correct heather that it's part Mm -hmm. of atmana Mm um and and you know the the fact that that is built into the foundation of Atmana says so much about the legacy that you're creating together.
1: Yeah, so I I think that like I love how you just said it's not about the Bentley and the the words I heard in my head is my God how boring if it is it's so boring it's you know this whole notion of like kind of the big hair in 1980s remember like the soap operas it was kind of like the you know the the worship of like you know, the, 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 um, real housewives type of money. I don't know about you, but I think all of that materialistic stuff is the most boring played out. I know people with private jets. I mean, they're that rich. Okay. Like I have them as friends and I'm going to tell you what you would never know that that's how they are. Like people who actually do have that money, you, you would never know. They're the most interesting people in the world and you would never know they have that money. So it certainly isn't about the Bentley, but, um, What I I guess what I would say, the prosperity piece of this, for me, the way I relate to prosperity, it ties back to faith and love. And it is, what would happen for me? What would happen for my daughter? What would happen for my family? And then what would happen for my clients? And then what would happen for my community? And then out from there, it's like a ripple effect that we're out. What would happen to all of these people, to everything in my life? If I was able to express the fullness of who Mm -hmm. God universe intended me to be, Mm -hmm. that's prosperity. It is when I walk in the fullness of who I am, what would happen and what I believe happens is the world opens to you like a flower in bloom. Mm Absolutely everything opens. You open, opportunities open, your, your clients open, your team opens, your everything becomes bigger and magnified and more glorious. And that includes financial prosperity. So to me, prosperity is about being the fullest version of myself. It's like having a Ferrari, and never putting it on the highway and and like flooring it to see how fast it would go. That's a crime. It's a Ferrari Ferrari. You got to get it out there and see how fast it could go. And so to me, that's prosperity. It's, it's Mm -hmm. walking in the fullness of our gift. And then from there money comes prosperity comes relationship, all of that health, you know, all of it, all, all of it comes. So to me, that's what prosperity is. How how true, how true can I
0: be to myself and to others in the world? That is just so beautiful. That is so beautiful. And I believe that when we have that kind of a heart, we're really blessed with the financial prosperity to steward because it's going to take the form of so many other kinds of prosperity and blessing in the world, you know, and, um, it's who it makes us on the journey you know, and, and how many people were able to impact and help. And, you know, there's, um, there's a verse that talks about I know how to live in little and I know how to live in much. And I think Mm -hmm. that's so much of what you're talking about, you know, that it really is who we are in the circumstance, rather than relying on the circumstance to make us who we are in that moment you know yeah. and i just yeah, and,
1: and i i really believe that that it's all on how you see it but i really believe that life whether we want to call it life god whoever wants us to be mm-hmm. prosperous yeah. i live down in the here in the south and i'm surrounded by pine trees we have a lot of pine trees and if you look at a pine tree like look at the world around you for yes. for the evidence of this idea that you're supposed to be insanely prosperous insane i'm talking insanely insanely prosperous like pine trees have pine cones that's their seeds. they have thousands thousands upon thousands of pine cones on just one pine tree mm-hmm. and a pine cone probably has 50 to 100 seeds on it so we're talking 50 to 100 seeds on thousands upon thousands upon thousands of pine cones on one pine tree and there's a th- i mean hundreds of th- millions like it's unbelievable how much prosperity there is when you live in alignment with that truth of who you are mm-hmm. so i look at my marriage as an outpouring of that as i be more myself i am a better version of myself to give to and my husband does the same and then our marriage is better it's an outpouring from this you know walking in the truth of of who we are and i think if the pandemic has taught us anything it's yes. that you know, the, the artifice and the facade, uh, is really actually, it doesn't hold water for a minute when the vicissitudes of life come when the hardships come. Right. So what is it? Uh, you know, I built my house upon sand and the rains came and it washed Mm -hmm. away. I built it upon the rock and it, you know, it remains. So you are the rock of your own life. (laughs) You know, you are the own rock of your own relationship. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: That's just beautiful, Heather. Yes, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. You know, God is the most abundant and prosperous um, being yeah. in existence. And we are, we are in in the way I believe we are made in him, his image. And so we ought to reflect that. And you certainly do, Heather, and your marriage does. And And Heather and I could, we had a great talk before, and I know we could talk for hours, but um, <laughs> I I do want to tell the people how they can get connected with you and more of your goodness, because so much of what Heather espouses and, and the wisdom, both in your podcast and um, just in your social media is something that really will help each of us become the better version of ourselves and embody that fullness. So where would you like people to find you?
1: Oh, oh thank you for that. So you can just go to my website at Shay dot com Shea like the butter S H E A so Heather Alice Shea, you can find me on Instagram at mm. Mana Academy um, and let's see where else if you go to my website you'll be able to take a quiz that will tell you what type of intuitive coach you are so if you're interested about intuition um, if you're kind of kicking the can around to figure out if you want to be a coach um, I've created a little archetype quiz that everybody finds super fascinating so you can go and take the quiz and um, get started with really unlocking your inner superpower, the inner technology you have within yourself that I believe leads you to the expression of this, of this version of yourself that you're meant to
0: walk in. I love that. I love that. Well, go find Heather. And she's also got great stories about she and her husband and their beautiful life together and just glean some inspiration, reach out and connect with them and I just I so appreciate your time today Heather this has been wonderful thank you thank you for having me thanks for listening to the elevated podcast you can find out more about me and the amazing guests on our show on my website amyvanslambrook.com And if you have a moment, we'd love to hear your honest review of the show because nothing lights my day up more than seeing your comments, your questions, your aha moments, because that's what this is all about. We want to elevate your thinking so you can elevate your life.